0: Visit roberthalf.com today. DJ Chark, J.D. McKissick, and more from day two of Fantasy Football's free agency. And really, it's NFL free agency, but for our purposes, it's Fantasy Football free agency. Welcome to FFT and 5. Adam and Heath here. Heath, what jumps out to you from uh, what we've seen last night and into today as we record this on Tuesday afternoon?
1: Well, uh, the Washington football team made me look silly because there were only two free agents going into the year that I went ahead and projected with their old teams. One was Devontae Adams. He got franchise tagged. The other was McKissick because the way they talked about him and the way they would used him and uh, they couldn't match 7 million over two years from the Bills. That's really, or shows not two or McKissick didn't want to come back there, whatever. Um, this opens up the door for Antonio Gibson to have the top 10 running back season that everybody believes that he could have. And it pretty much... Squashes any hope I had for Singletary being a number two running back. Um, current projections: I have Gibson at RB five in PPR. Singletary thirty three, McKissick thirty four. Wouldn't rank Gibson quite that high until after the draft. Let's see who else they had.
0: Is it really that bad for for Devin Singletary? You know, he. You know, I think it he is still be the because primary running
1: back. The, they don't like. I've talked about how Anthony Lynn offenses or the Washington offense have been very running back centric. The Bills' offense is not that way. 70% of their passes go to wide receivers. Josh Allen scores as many rushing touchdowns as any running back. Like, you need to have a large percentage of the work like Singletary did down the stretch last year to be a good fantasy running back in this offense.
0: Yeah, for, the, for Singletary, pardon me, you're looking at the last five games of the regular season, and he was very good in those games, and he played 80%, probably averaged about 80% of the snaps. He was a lead back. He had a six catch game. He had a five catch game, but he also had a one zero and two catch game in there. Just scored a lot of touchdowns, um, but yeah, okay, I understand it's not it's not good. But also, I don't think it's a great destination for McKissick, right? No. Yeah. Okay.
1: No, because what I said on Twitter was it's a small, almost certainly for running backs, a smaller pie. So even if he gets the same sl- same percentage slice of the pie in Buffalo, it's going to be a smaller slice. Um, I, I don't like McKissick much at all.
0: And Singletary, just to go back to that, Singletary had seven catches in two playoff games. What did you think about DJ Chark on a one-year deal to the Lions and then Evan Ingram on a one-year deal to the Jaguars?
1: Yeah, I I am probably going to be more excited about Ingram than I am Chark, but I don't have either of these ranked as starters at their position. This is an ultimate prove-it deal for Chark. and I'm not sure he chose the best location. Jared Goff just does not look downfield that often. He's going to have to compete with not just Munra St. Brown, but Hawkinson getting a large share of the targets, DeAndre Swift getting a large share of the targets. This kind of feels like Swift will be a boom-bust flex, and, or Chark will be a boom-bust flex unless something major changes. Ingram, I expect to share tight end role, the duties, with Dan Arnold. I don't like Ingram as much as I liked Arnold when he was there by himself, but he has the potential, if things go well, if he can kind of get back to that 2018 guy he was, 2019 maybe even, then then he could be a top-12 tight end.
0: Is anything else relevant, really, Emerging here, you've got these low and wide receivers ex- signing deals. Yeah,
1: I think I'm more excited than most about Russell Gage. He has shown us, he kind of turned into a new guy last year, and he's shown us in the past when he gets opportunity, when he gets volume, that he can produce. And Chris Godwin, we don't know for sure that he's going to be ready for week one. He's coming off of an ACL. I think if you look at the last couple of weeks, there's generally a couple of weeks without Mike Evans, a couple of weeks without Chris Godwin. I think Gage is somebody who may finish the year close to wide receiver 40, but could have a four or five game stretch where he's a top 24 wide receiver. A, a good guy to have on your bench, almost a handcuffed wide
0: receiver. You got a prediction for Deshaun Watson?
1: It seems like it's going to be the Saints or the Panthers. I'm going to I'm going to guess that he chooses New Orleans over uh, Charlotte. So I'll, I'll go with uh, Deshaun Watson goes. That, the real prediction is whichever of those two t- teams signs Deshaun Watson almost immediately signs Will Fuller on a one-year prove it deal.
0: Oh, okay. I love it. I love it. Uh, so that yeah. By the way, by the time you hear this, Deshaun Watson may have signed somewhere. We'll see how how good Heath is at this guessing game. Thank you very much, Heath Cummings. Thanks to all of you for watching and listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Fantasy Football Today in 5.